7.26 on the Mike Calvin Show. Halloween's over. I hate Halloween. Actually, this one wasn't so bad. But I'm kind of glad it's over. Now that it's over, it's basically a marathon of Christmas. And also Thanksgiving. Right. But Christmas is really the, the end result. Uh, and when you start looking at this marathon of holidays coming up, you know that you want to have your house super clean for when the guests come over. You're going to have to do it. Let's just be honest. You're going to do it before, and you're going to have to do it after. But you don't want them to get there and the house be gross. And also, with COVID now, you want your house to be as sanitized as possible. That's why Zero Res will come to your house and use their patented powered water where they just come in there and they use water. They just use water. They adjust the pH level, and they use their machines, and they vacuum your carpets, your tile, your uh, grout, your upholstery, stone. They do it all, and they do it with just the water, so there's no chemicals in there, and those chemicals don't stain your carpet, and they gather more dust. And they start. It's ridiculous. These guys come in there, and they use just the water, and there's no because there's no chemicals, there's nothing happening. It dries faster. It's fluffy as opposed to being crunchy, and when they come in there, they're all regular. You know, they're all got the booties on and the gloves and they disinfect their equipment so they are nice and clean themselves but of course they leave your house not only clean but like that kind of zero res clean where it's it's all all the germs are just demolished because of zero res and right now they got a three-room carpet special it's 119 bucks you mentioned me and you'll get 100 square foot of tile clean for free too so if you're having people over for the holidays now is the time to make your appointment because everybody on the uh, the week of the 20th is going to be panicking and they're going to be trying to get their appointments in before the end of the year and before Thanksgiving call them today 813-547-6831 or you can simply go to zeroresTampabay.com that's Z-E-R-O-R-E-Z TampaBay.com and make your appointment right there online schedule your service have them call out and get your place as clean as it could be with their powered water and tell them you heard about it on this show 119 bucks for three rooms and 100 square foot of tile cleaned he'll throw that in there for free um I'm looking forward to Thanksgiving, but I am going out of town. Uh, but also, by the time Christmas comes around, my entire house should be rebuilt. I think my dining room is finally done. No help to the, no thanks to the to the um, decorator. Decorators are the biggest scam going, man. Hundred percent, hundred percent, biggest scam going. They say yes, we do this. We'll pick out this. We'll find that. We get discounts, blah blah blah, and then they don't do any of it. They give you a, a couple of links. You find out what you want, and then, yeah, they get special pricing, but they got that jacked up anyway. And then you finally get all the stuff that you want, and it all gets delivered, and you're like, what did the decorator really do? All I yeah, did was know, look at pictures and picked out things that I liked. That, and that's what you should do, is look at pictures online of different cool houses, setups, whatever, and you're like, yeah, oh, we want those kind of walls, we want this, yeah. whatever, and then just go get it. Or now, order will- it. Order it. Most of the times, whenever they're showing pictures like that, they're like, in this chair from so-and-so, and yeah. here's this painting from where, you know, wherever. You pretty much could do everything off of Pinterest these days mm-hmm. or for Instagram. But I will tell you, I'm doing, you know, I'm doing my kitchen, and uh, they have a, um, a decorator that they recommended for just for little things that we need, and she's been wonderful. I came home the other day. My wife's not even home. She's in my kitchen painting cabinets. I go, hey, what's up? And she's painted like four different cabinets, different different shades of white. And she's like, which one do you like better? And I go, I don't care. Mm-hmm. And she goes, well, what? Does, I go, I, you're talking to the wrong guy. And but she came in here with a can of paint and painted the cabinet so that we could see. And I go, that's what a decorator does. That's a good decorator. But for the most part, garbage. Uh, but uh, that, and then I got the the room upstairs, the big screen up there which I bought a couch for finally yesterday. Ooh. Yes, sometime around December it'll be here. <laughs> 
Oh, I can't uh, find. Yeah, what are you doing? Why? It's not me. I it was, I had to settle on the type, or else I would have had to wait till January. It's ridiculous. No, Nobody just, has couches. Oh, oh. Furniture stores ordered, don't have couches? I went to a furniture store, Galvin. I went to a furniture store, and they're all... I have three you, letters for you. RTG. Oh. What is that? <laughs> Rooms to go. No, they, even that. They, buy they the ma- room, get the so. TV. <laughs> what? Yeah, they're doing it right now. You buy a room, you get a TV. Awesome. I got some new furniture in my living room. I'll take I it. Ordered, I ordered it in July, and I got it this past weekend. Oh. Yeah, because of COVID, it's slowing everything down. Yep. And, and they, they, don't, they got pushed back twice. They don't make it until you order it. They got the guts going, but then when you order it, then they put all the stuffings in. Listen, I drive by all the time. I see sofas sitting outside on the curb and stuff. Yeah, well, that's what that's what I said to my wife. I go, I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go to Letgo, and I'm gonna get a sofa online from somebody getting rid of one, and I'm gonna put that in my house until we get the new sofa. I'm telling you right now, Big Lots has sofas. Yeah, well, <laughs> exactly. Yeah, that's the thing. But, I'll buy but, a Big Lot sofa until until right. the middle of December. Yeah. Just do that. That way you're set up and ready to go. Otherwise, you're just going to have a bunch of paint cans with a tarp over it. I got Monday Night Football tonight, and I can only stand in that room and watch. Come on. You're going to the game, right? What's that? Yeah, you're you're going going to the game. Shut up, jerks. (laughs) Joe can go. (laughs) Joe's up there. That's right. Joe's up there. I apologize for your game to New York. (laughs) Good. Um, Yeah, they moved it to New York. Uh, You were saying about Halloween. (laughs) What did you do for Halloween? So uh, on Halloween night, my daughter and her friends and my wife and her friend, they went to my brother-in-law's neighborhood because they're better people over there for Halloween, and they went trick-or-treating over there. So I left out a big tub of candy on my front door. I figured most people would think it was because of COVID. We didn't want to deal with anybody. Right. But the truth is we just weren't home. We went, my son and I and Pete and his son went to dinner. So uh, while we were out at dinner... I expected to come home and find my candy bucket demolished and empty, and it was, I would say, probably three-quarters full. Hmm. Yeah. I, th- I had to shut my ring doorbell off because I didn't want to get alerts all night. Nothing. They did, uh, hardly anybody came so up to the door. I oh. assumed, because my neighborhood usually has a pretty good turnout. Like, obviously, there's people that don't live in my neighborhood who, you know, hey, let's go hit that neighborhood. Yeah. And, uh, you know, it's usually a fairly decent turnout. So I thought, okay, it's on Saturday. Everybody's been cooped up. You have to wear a mask anyway, so you're wearing a mask underneath. It's going to be pretty busy. So I went out and got candy, and I got a lot of candy. And my uh, son had a friend come over and my wife, and they set up out front. I set them up in the driveway. I put, like, a carpet down and chairs, and then I did danger tape around so they didn't get close. Right. And I had bought them the, like, grabber thing so they can, you know, reach far with that and give the candy. Uh, about 20, 25 people probably. That's crazy, right? Yeah. Co- yeah. And because it was, of COVID? It was, or? And it was mostly teenagers. You think it's COVID or because it was Saturday night and I don't there know. were other things to do? But Saturday, kids. I mean, yeah. think of all the kids that are going yeah. and doing it. You would think that they would be like, yeah, going crazy. I mean, a lot of my neighbors were set up outside kind of like what we were, ready for it. And then it uh, just wasn't very much. On my way out to dinner, I did notice that my uh, my neighborhood did a really good job. Like when you pass through to get out, uh, they had all little villages set up, and that was really nice for the kids. But I don't know how many kids actually came through. But, you know, I mean, look, it's over. I hate Halloween anyway, so it didn't matter to me. It's over now. My like, wife my, loves it, and yeah. she uh, was like, uh, I, what, should, what should I be for Halloween? I go, I, whatever you want to be. She wound up being a gypsy. It was Ooh, very, yeah. Any picture of that? Just it, was, it was good. And she was like, should I wear this belt? Yes. Should I curl my hair or leave yeah. it straight? What do you yeah. think? I want to curl. I go, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, whatever you want to do. Should I do my eyes? Should I do my eyes? Should I go underneath and up or just, yeah, yeah, yeah. do that. 
That's that's it. You speak wife. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, it's it's the same exact thing. Would you like these shoes or these shoes? And I always go, let me see. Oh, yeah, that one. Yeah. <laughs> I pretend like I look. I go, let me, <laughs> let me get a little of that one real quick. She, um, my wife said something the other day. She was, uh, oh, Coco. Oh, by the way, speaking of couches, Coco is looking for a couch. My wife's friend who is bananas. Uh, Tom on line two has been looking for a couch. Tom, oh. good morning. You're on the mic out the show. He hung up. Oh, God damn it, Tom. But she Tom was like, been waiting since July for his couch. She said Coco is looking at a couch and there's a thing and but one's missing a button and this that and I go okay I'm gonna be over here you let me know how it turns out. <laughs> <laughs> uh, don't you guys have anything in Horror Island I can have? I don't think so. You know I gotta hit up seriously. Is we Migs. got a mattress if you want a mattress? No. <laughs> no. Yeah. <laughs> me I hit Migs up and I go. You're moving. Let me have your couch. Uh, I was like, don't you have a theater? Can I have your chairs in the theater? And he goes, not only do you ha- not only can you do that, but we also have stuff in storage. I should go buy a couch from him. Yeah. And something in storage. I don't care what it looks like. Just let me, I'll buy it and keep it until the new one comes. Where's he moving to? California. Oh, oh really? really? Like they're yeah. getting out of Florida completely? So, so listen to this deal. So many okay? people are leaving California. But let yeah, me tell you what, what makes this deal is. So he's got a place over there now and that they go live there for the summers because it's too gross and humid here. They go to L.A., right? But he is also, he's he works. He's got a recording studio there that is attached to his, his home. So there's always people there working. So they found the new house, and then across the street from it, there was like a teardown house. They bought that house too. So they're putting the recording studio in there so that he could just walk across the street and go to work. But the real reason that they're moving there is... Because of the weather. Because he's like, he goes, listen, he goes, I have two kids, and when we're in California, we eat outside every night. We eat out on the patio, and we enjoy the night. We do things. I play on a softball team. He's like, I can't do any of that stuff here because the weather is so gross. And I was like, "Eh, yeah, I kind of get that. I mean, when it gets cool and it goes out. So then this weekend was so beautiful, and I did so many things outside, and I text Migs yesterday, and I go, I understand why you're moving now. I get it, because you become so much more productive when you're not bogged down by the humidity. 900-degree weather and humidity. I mean, you don't want to do anything when it's that gross outside. Uh, but this weekend, and Carmen, you weren't here, but it was beautiful this weekend. It was cool, and it was Gorgeous. windy, and... What's it? Yeah, it was gorgeous. I got to tell you, it was beautiful in Asheville. The weather. It oh, was, I'm sure there. Yeah, it was like 50, sometimes like in the 60s. So it was like you could wear a long sleeve or a hoodie, and mm-hmm. it was perfect. Well, I hope the temperatures get really cool for Thanksgiving week because I'm looking yeah, forward to maybe even some snow or something. You know, tonight uh, the high today is in the 60s. The low is in 53. So as we enter the apocalypse for the of the election, <laughs> if it the snows up there, that way you'll be able to see the bear tracks. Mm-hmm. Yes. Calvin, yeah, I, I don't know if I told you this the other day. I think I did. Somebody was FaceTiming me in the middle of the night. Did I bring this up to you? I don't know. I think so. Last week, I, it was in the beginning of the week. Last week, I was sleeping on like Monday or Tuesday, and my phone started. That, that mm-hmm. FaceTime yeah. noise. And, of course, I have to look at it because I think it might be my my wife or my son or something because I sleep upstairs during the week. So I turn and I grab the phone and I look at it. And it is the one person that I don't expect not only to be calling me but to be FaceTiming me at Monday, and Monday night. I think you said. I did I bring forget. it up, right? You, Do you remember maybe. what it was? Nah. Legendary comedian Dom Irera. Yeah. Yeah. 
Because you said you didn't know whether it was an accident or. Yeah. Then Tarani called me like four times at night. Weird. Call me again last night. Really? I'm not. If it's important. Answer. No. Call during the uh, day. First of, all, first of all, I'm sleeping, Office so I didn't hours. see it until this morning. I wake up and I said, you had a missed call, and I look at it, and it's Dom Herrera. Now, I love Dom Herrera, but how weird is it going to be if I hit a FaceTime and he's crying, and he's like, I miss my, <laughs> life is, my life is so messed up. Well, or, yeah. or if he's like, I wouldn't come to you if I didn't need you, but I need to borrow five grand. Like, I don't know but, how to handle those situations. Just text me and say what you need. But, you he, know? like, he was just on the cabin with Bert, right? No, no. he was not. Oh, no, that was a you see season two or <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> no, but I'm saying maybe he's, like, with somebody. And that's fine. but And they want to say hi. Office then, hours. Yeah. I mean, I don't even they mind that. Late. But he's somebody I've never FaceTimed with before, and he's not somebody like, like, if Bert FaceTimes me in the middle of the night, I answer it. You know I'm not I mean? even sure Dom Irera's face fits in FaceTime. What? Yeah. If Galvin FaceTimed me in the middle of the night, I would look at my phone and I'd go, I hope this isn't a tragedy. That would be my first <laughs> right. thing. Like, yeah, I don't, you would like, think well, this is something so odd. going yeah. on, yeah. Like, if Spanish and Joe FaceTime me, I would kind of be like, mm, something might weird. They might want me to see something. Maybe they killed somebody and they got the body there. <laughs> Carmen, you FaceTime me one time, and it was glorious. You're welcome. Yeah, thank you. I only FaceTime when it's... When you're necessary. naked and with another girl. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I got uh, a I got a text. Oh, Carmen, wait, I'm sorry. You texted me twice, and both times you were naked and with another girl. Yeah. <laughs> God, but Carmen, you Different should FaceTime me more. Don Herrera <laughs> should FaceTime me less. I got a text last night at 1026. Is there any way I'm awake at 1026? Was First it Don Herrera? No, it wasn't. It was a friend of mine from Louisville, and she's standing next to Johnny B., I guess you. Yeah, and they thought that that would be a good thing to text me at ten twenty six. Oh, I bet it wasn't Johnny's fault. Johnny's like, no, I'm uh, sure it wasn't. Yeah. But Johnny knows. <laughs> yeah. um, well, the new update they have a sleep mode. Did you guys do that with your iPhone? I oh, they have mine. a do not disturb mode already. Well, yeah, yeah but but they have a sleep mode, so you can sit. Like I go to bed around nine o'clock, so at eight thirty it tells you time to wind down. Oh, yeah. Time to start sleeping. Yeah. And then I wake up at 4.30, so that's when calls can start coming in. So it goes into Do Not Disturb. My Google Home does that. I'll go, Google, set an alarm for 3.30 a.m. And I'll go, okay, but also, if you want, I go, yeah, yeah, just set the alarm. <laughs> I don't need to know how you're going to start playing crickets at 10 and <laughs> slowly wake me up. I, my thing is, I don't mind that the people call me late. It's the fact that it's just weird call from weird people. Like, I never expect to be getting calls from Dom Herrera, little mm. FaceTime calls. And and we don't have, I mean, and I love that guy. I just don't know. I don't know. Like, if he needed, if he wanted to come on the show or he needed something, he could just shoot me a text that says, hey, it's Dom. Call me. I got to ask something. Right. Like, Great. I'll call him, call him in a second. It's but, odd. Very odd to FaceTime. But is it, so isn't he really good friends with, what's her name, uh, Kate Quigley? I don't know. Is he? I thought they were. You're just making stuff up over <laughs> yeah. there. If she FaceTimes me, I'll answer it. Well, what if That's she's... what he was saying when he was on the cabin. <laughs> <laughs> you know who I did talk to on Saturday, <laughs> on on uh, Saturday night? Who? Michael Rappaport. Oh, really? Oh, how's it was he doing? The, it was the anniversary of our big fight. Mm. And it popped up in my timeline, so I texted him a still shot of, our, of the video of me and him yelling at each other. <laughs> And I uh, said, happy fight anniversary. And he's like, he wrote back, read the copy punk. (laughs) (laughs) And then we talked for a couple of minutes. And he's like, I want to come on the show so we could recap it. And I go, okay. I go, let's do it. But he's in West Coast time right now. So I talked to him last night. And he's like, 
Oh, you're, he was like, I'm on the West Coast. And I said, well, I'm not going to make you get up at 5 o'clock in the morning to be on the show. So when he goes back, we'll, we'll review. FaceTime. We'll see where we're related. No. We'll FaceTime each other. Yeah. <laughs> All right. It is uh, 742. Oh, God. Oh, yeah. Uh, time to check in with Galvin. He's got today's news. And now, news with Galvin on the Mike Calter Show. How did, how did we get so late? We're talking. I'm going to do two stories and we're done. Okay. <laughs> what do we have in news today, Galvin? Today's news is brought to you by Pelt Shoes. Ah, the what weather is changing. Oh, I thought your, your shoes no. are on fire. No. You need new shoes. Hey, if you need new shoes, if your shoes are on fire, you can go to Pelt Shoes. No, but now you can finally get outside for outdoor activities. Yep. So whatever you need, athletic shoes, you need some boots. You got the Uggs, ladies. They've got them there. And guys, too. Tom Brady, maybe you're listening. You want to stop into Pelt. Stop into a location near you for the perfect fit. Whisper my name, Galvin. You get 10% off your entire order. Pelt shoes, a perfect fit. Uh, If you don't know, Election Day is tomorrow. And according to a new survey, more than half of Americans say they're expecting it to be the most stressful day of their lives. What? Yeah. Uh, 59% of people say they already... Uh, that this has already been the most stressful year of their lives. Why? Because COVID and everything going oh, on. Oh, COVID. I, and I'm, I'm sure all the election stuff and people oh. freaking out and fighting. and Stop with all that nonsense. Mm-hmm. It, it is what it is. Whoever is the... Uh Whoever wins, wins, and that's your president for the next four years. Stop being a dick about it. Whoever it is, if it's Biden, if it's Biden, come come January, I'm going to be like, our president is Joe Biden, and now we have four years of being uh, of of being a country together. Let's stop being dicks to each other. I was I was telling a buddy of mine who's all wrapped up and stuff. And he's you know getting all stressed out about it. like, listen, man, on Wednesday you still got to get up, you still got to go to work, yeah. you still got to yeah. your life goes on. Maybe yeah. Yeah. it's over. You don't it's know. All over. We're all going to die. All the roads are blown up. (laughs) Yeah. Bridges and stuff. Oh, man. Uh, A non-scalable fence will be built uh, um, tonight at the White House to protect the residents and its occupants from possible election-related violence. Which, by the way, will not be the occupant will not be President Trump. (laughs) Uh, That's according to NBC News. Uh, The National Guard also have 250 guardsmen on standby reporting to the Metropolitan Police Department in D.C. So where do you think Trump is going to be? In a bunker. No, he'll be at a hotel somewhere. I don't think they usually do that. They were originally going to be the Trump Hotel D.C., but they canceled that. And they now I think I was uh, Eric Trump was on Fox over the weekend and he said that they were going to be at the White House. Oh, really? Yeah, that's what they're saying. Uh, They'll be. Down. I don't think the He'll president. Be down ever, here. I don't think the president ever stays at the White House. No, he's probably think, at that bunker. Especially in Trump, but especially Trump. I don't think he. Uh, I think he goes in, the uh, waves to everybody, and then gets in the underground tunnel and they drive into a different location. I think that one day we're going to find out it's the biggest secret about the White House that they don't actually live there. Although Brad Meltzer says he's been up there and he's seen the residents and he knows for a fact that they live there. I don't believe it still. What? <laughs> Stay there every once in a while. Take a nap. You know, he writes kids books. <laughs> uh, on Sunday, the FBI said it was investigating the Texas incident, which former Vice President Joe Biden described as an effort to run his team off the road. Anybody see any video of this? Yes. Where they had the a Biden bunch of bus. Yeah, and a bunch of uh, trucks with Trump uh, flags and stuff. Uh, But President Trump defended the Texas drivers in a post on Twitter saying, quote, in my opinion, these patriots did nothing wrong. Instead, the FBI and justice should be investigating the terrorist 
anarchist and agitators of Antifa who run around burning down our Democratic-run cities and hurting our people. And his spokesman, Jason Miller, when asked about uh, the New York and New Jersey incidents, made a similar plea, saying that he was more concerned with, quote, downtown Washington businesses having to board up their windows in in anticipation of lawless, violent Biden supporters rioting and looting on Tuesday night. Well, it should it should it's going to have to prepare for anybody, for any supporters. I mean, whatever happens, there's going to be problems afterwards, no matter who wins. Um, This is the video that Joe has shown on Bone TV. Now, it's a Biden bus and it is surrounded by uh, trucks with flags that are supporting Trump. And I actually think that's pretty it's pretty funny. I, I, it would have been the same way as if it would have been a Trump bus and it was surrounded by a Biden flight. It's just a good, it's a, it's a good got you moment, you know. But um, they, once they start weaving at each other and all that, that's ridiculous. It's embarrassing enough if you just pull up next to them and you drive next to them with your flags up because that just makes them feel like dicks no matter who it is. So you're like, all right, that's a good got you moment. But once you start weaving at each other and then, then that becomes dangerous, that's stupid. Uh, but it, what, I'm telling you right now, on Saturday at uh, maybe 12 o'clock, I was on the Skyway Bridge, okay? And making their way towards Tampa was a Trump parade of cars. And I got almost to the apex of the bridge when I saw it. And I pulled out my phone and I started recording. And then I got bored of holding my phone and I stopped. It went for, what's the span of the of the Skyway from land to land? What could that be? Five miles? Six miles? It was still going when I got off the bridge on the other side. I'm well on to 75, and it's still going with cars. It was unbelievable how many cars there were. It is a All, little... What is it? It's a little over four miles. Okay, so but it, but from land to land or the bridge itself? For the bridge. Okay, so I would say it was probably about... It was probably about five miles long of, of Trump supporters in their car, evidently headed over to uh, Tampa for a... I don't know whatever these things are called parades or whatever but it was it was unbelievable and I started to think about it I think these are the same people that are like will join a radio show army or join a kiss army or join like people that need to be a part of something that never were they can never be in a group you know what I mean because yeah. because I voted for the guy but there's no way in the world I'm getting in my car with the flag and driving around with five miles worth of other people on my Saturday <laughs> off. Like, there's yeah. nothing in the world that would make me do that. I and there's no way in the world that I'm an undecided voter and I'm going to see a parade with flags and go, yeah, I should probably vote for that guy. Like, <laughs> yeah. what is it doing other than hey, what are making you, guys doing? you... It's just making you feel like you're part of something. So it's just a selfish move anyway. You're just doing it to flex your muscle and be a part of a group. I can tell there's- you... Oh, I, go ahead. I was gonna say I can tell you this: hippie people are for Biden, mountain people are for Trump. Oh, really? Yeah. When I was in Asheville and we went to like the different mountains and stuff, every single sign in Asheville was for Biden, and then as soon as you got out and in the mountains, everything was for Trump. They like to be re- referred to as mountain folk, <laughs> <laughs> mountain hippies. Yeah. Uh, I, what were we gonna say, Joe? I was gonna say there's like there seems to be a lot of people that treat politics like they're fans. It's yes. almost like a, like they're rooting for a football team, which is is so bizarre to me. It's, it's nothing about policy or anything like that. They're just like fans as if they're rooting for their favorite football team. But also, I don't understand why, you know, even the Yankees-Red Sox, one of the greatest rivalries in the history of sports, they will yell at each other 
the entire time. They'll make fun of you if you wear it. Uh, Yankee had to, uh, what do you call it, the Fenway Park. And, you know, they'll just, they, they are, it's ridiculous. They hate each other. But it's yeah. at the end of the day, it's a game. And they walk out of there and like, ah, we'll get you next time. You know what I mean? In this one, it's like it's. I don't. I don't have the hatred for the other for the other candidate and its supporters. I always right. think of. I want to know what it is about you that makes you so passionate about your candidate, and then I could see if I could find any sort of thing that I agree with there. But the like, interesting thing about it is, I would say ninety eight percent of the people, if you ask them questions about policy and about what their candidate yeah. was for, they would have no idea. Correct. It's really sad. Yes. No idea. Yes. I bet you could ask people what are the last five policies Trump signed into law and they wouldn't know. Like no, they, I don't, they don't know. I, I don't know. Yeah. Still, I mean they wouldn't know anything. They just, you know, they just know I'm Trump or I'm Biden and you know it's it's mm. just it's bizarre. It's a bizarre take on politics where people have just become fans of one side of the other and it's just like they're rooting for their favorite football team yeah. as opposed to what you know uh, policies but, or what may be better for the country i honestly think that's a lot of those people are the people who are um you know i never i was never played organized sports i was never in a group i was never a boy scout i yeah. never had that good now i have a now i have a group it's like why it's why kids get into gangs like why poor kids join gangs now <laughs> i have a new family this is my thing <laughs> I, th- I think a lot of it is is the way Trump plays to that. How it's like you know the, the drain the swamp, not For a politician. Sure. I, that that plays to that that mentality, which is probably where it's come from. Uh, line three, John said he was in the Trump the Trump train. John, good morning. You're on the Mike Calder show. What's up, John? Hey, Mike. What's going on, buddy? Where were you? Were you coming from uh, the Sarasota area? No, I live in Palmetto, but I was in the Trump train, and it was over 33 miles long with over 5,000 vehicles. 33, 33 miles. Yes. If you watch the, the the track went from Palmetto into Bradenton to State Road 70, East Bradenton, back to the mall, when the first people were leaving, which was a DC destroyer, which is Greg Stubbe's truck, yeah. when he first got back to the mall, there were people still leaving trying wow. to join the train. Wow. Yeah, it was over 5,000. If you look at Greg Stubbe's page, you'll see all the vehicles that were there. It was a massive turnout. It was wonderful. I love that you assume I know who Greg Stubbe is. But <laughs> yeah. uh, Greg Stubbe was a sheriff of Mantee County. He's now okay. a governor for, or uh, Senate, running for Senate for Florida, I believe. Gotcha. He's, okay. the son of, he's the son of the sheriff for Mantee County. So so uh, you were not part of the uh, train that left Palmetto and went over the bridge. I guess maybe that was people coming back? Yeah, that, well, actually it started in Bradenton and went north to Palmetto and then headed east and then went south on, on Fort Hammer Road to State Road 70. I then headed west back towards the mall. It was a big loop all the way through the county. Now listen to me, John. I'm not. I'm not judging you. I'm not. I'm just curious. What made you get out there and do this? Like you can't possibly think that you're changing people's minds at this point, right? Like what is the point of going out and doing this? And I'm not against it. I'm just curious to see what made you get up in the morning and go tomorrow. I'm joining the Trump train. Just to show support for Donald Trump, and after everything that's going on with Hunter, Bi- Hunter Biden and the laptop, I don't think that he needs to be president. And I think we need to let this country know what they're voting for and who they need to have in office and who they don't need in office and who needs to be in prison. Okay. All right. I was just, I'm not even interested in arguing with you. I was just curious to see what made you get up and feel motivated to get out there. Thank you for calling the show, John. You're welcome. Have a good All day, right. guys. Great show, as always. See Plus, you, it's just Thank fun you. to say Trump train. On the Trump train. <laughs> yeah, especially like, um, you know, when you're out there and I got the speaker and the horn blaster, I could have a, I could have a ball on oh, the Trump train. You could, <laughs> you could start a cult. 
I have to tell you, my my horn blaster has. I've had that for how many years now? What we, on the Hummer, I've had the Hummer for ten years. I had the the horn on the train, um, but there, I think my compressor is having a problem. Oh yeah, because the other day I tried to scare somebody with it, and it went. <laughs> <laughs> I can't even get the high pitch. It sounded like when you let the air out of a balloon by like slowly leaking it out. It was like... <laughs> Sad horns. Yeah. Might, horn. might have to do a little maintenance on that. Um, yeah, it was, uh, it was It was like a sad clown is what it was. What do you got, a little charisma over there? Oh, yeah, yeah. She's, uh, she just got up a little what bit. What's she got? What's she wearing? She's, uh, she's wearing her, her night attire Yeah. with no underwear. I bet you she's got silky skin. Oh, she does. Very smooth. Mm-hmm. Chocolatey. Uh, starting today, <laughs> Michigan is requiring all restaurants to record the names and contact info of people who eat there. Oh, yeah, it's supposed Nazi. to help with contact tracing, <laughs> but not everyone is thrilled about it, including no the head of the state's licensed uh, uh, beverage association. He thinks it'll add to the animosity of servers have to deal with already, and he hopes that people don't take it out on them. He was saying, you know, they already have to tell people you're supposed to be wearing a mask. Now they're going to ask for their info? Mm -hmm. You know, I mean, everybody's been to Radio Shack. Whenever they ask for your name and phone number, and you're like, I just want batteries. Leave me alone. They were doing that in New Orleans when I was just there, and uh, somebody, the only person that I saw who had a problem with it was, I guess, an out-of-towner who didn't know. Uh, but we, you know, we wrote our names down in our phone. Oh, I guarantee Joe went. has a problem with it. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> old yeah. school. You're not yeah. taking my name. Joe, Joe's got a fake identity he gives him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I uh, I took an antibody test yesterday. Yeah. Oh, still still have, strong. Still have the antibody. Still oh. strong, yes. How many months? <sighs> so that's what I was trying to think. What do we have in April? June so, is when I got June, it. I'm sorry. I keep saying April, but it was June. It was yeah. June when you got it. Yeah. So, yeah. And gave it to all of us. The Tritons. Mm-hmm. Nope. Yeah, um, <laughs> I, I, I Sean Avery, uh, the hockey player, he he had on his Snapchat yesterday. He was walking through Manhattan, and he goes, "Boy, you must really need a night out if you're coming out here." It was patio seating for a restaurant, but they only had one table, and each table was inside its own little clear biodome. It was like a a, a little. It was like a tent, but it was clear, and you'd go in there, and then in between the tents, they had trees. And he was like, how bad do you need to eat out that you need to go sit in this biodome on, in the rain on the corner? Uh, and I thought, I, I think that would be a little bit more cozy and private to be. I'd love to be able to eat on the streets of New York without worrying about a homeless guy coming and spitting on my food. While I'm there. I actually thought that was a good idea. Uh, a new national lockdown in England may have to last longer than planned four weeks if uh, coronavirus infection rates don't fall quickly enough. Uh, the lockdown an- announced on Saturday by Prime Minister Boris Johnson is to run from Thursday until December 2nd. Johnson says it's needed to stop hospitals from becoming overwhelmed by COVID-19 patient patients within weeks. Uh, did you see where people are leaving different places because they're getting ready to lock down? I think uh, yeah. it was a Paris. A lot of people were getting out there like, we're not being locked down. We're going somewhere else. So now these people are fleeing to go to other places. Yeah. Spain, yeah, if they the same said, thing's happening there. They're trying to get out of Spain because they're talking about locking everything down. Yeah. Again. If they said we have to lock down for... Uh, if they said, listen, we're going to lock it down for a month from now until... If we're going to lock it down from now until Thanksgiving, I, I'd be all right. Okay, if you, if we're if that's going to help, then let's do that. But my Mike, only you're saying is- all these things as a rational human being. 
You also, have to understand that. Also, people- I don't have to go to. I don't have to leave to go to work. I understand. That right, that's- but there's and there's also people that are like, it's against my civil rights. Blah, blah, no, yeah. you know, but my Trump train's leaving in a little while. <laughs> right. If you had helped people, we would have been done by you know now. But that's the big problem is people are like, you're not wearing a mask in here. I'm not wearing a mask. I'm going to go vote, and I'm not going to wear a mask. No, you have to wear a mask. I wasn't anti-mask in the beginning, but I was like, oh, stupid mask. And I didn't, I'm talking about the very beginning. Now it's so odd to think that I would even try to walk into a place without one. Mm. You know, uh, I walked in the other day. Where'd I go? I went to, I went somewhere and a girl told me to go get a mask. Uh, I stopped by the Winn-Dixie right over here next to the station the other day. And yeah. a guy walked in with his shirt up around us and I go, yeah, <laughs> yep. you're, you're really doing it, buddy. Oh, I went to dinner Saturday night and uh, my son forgot his. And that lady came up and she said, uh, while you're waiting for your table, can you wear a mask? We have them if you don't have them. And I was like, stupid doesn't have his. Mm. So, yeah. <laughs> um, but uh, that was that was nice, convenient that they give them to you. Uh, Walmart is returning firearms and ammunition to, sto- to store shelves uh, after the retail giant removed the products in some of its U.S. stores in a as a precaution in response to protests in Philadelphia, uh, saying, quote, after civil unrest resulted in damage to several of our stores, consistent with actions we took over the summer, we asked stores to uh, move firearms and ammunition from the sale floor to secure locations in the back of the store in abundance of caution. That's according to a Walmart spokesperson. Uh, As the current incidents have uh, remained geographically isolated, we have made the decision to begin returning these products to the sales floor. I'll take them if you need me to store them. I am up. I am up. Uh, The Tampa Bay Buccaneers and the New York uh, football Giants meet tonight for Monday Night Football as they close out week eight of NFL action from MetLife Stadium. Tampa Bay is doing very well so far this season, five and two overall. The Buccaneers have won. (laughs) Yeah, I get it. (laughs) Yeah. Have won uh, both their last two games, thirty-eight to ten over the Packers and forty-five to twenty over the Raiders. As for the Giants, not so much. They're they just, should demolish the Giants tonight. They're just one, uh, one and six on the year. Uh, New York got a win over Washington a couple weeks back, but lost their uh, last game, twenty-two to twenty-one to the Eagles. Don't say that though, because this is the type yep. of team that just comes in and yep. beats them, and you're like, Whoa, what happened? I know, I know. I'm saying they should, uh, they should. Get him. I don't know. I mean, I would. I'm going to bet on it, of course. Yeah. Uh, but I don't know. Last night I went to bet. I was winning two hundred dollars, and then I woke up this morning. I lost everything. Oh, I don't, oh, I don't even, I'm sorry. And who's <laughs> going to check the math? I'm not uh, doing the math. Real quick, Spanish. Did you say the Steelers are seven and zero? Yeah, they are. Right, they're oh, undefeated. I saw boy. that. How about that? How about that? Listen, <laughs> guys are looking good, man. It is unbelievable how good they look. I watched that game yesterday. That was great. Listen, I you know I love the Steelers, and I never put down other teams. I never like oh, screw you guys. Whatever. I knew this was going to be a tough game. You know, it's always the Ravens and Steelers, big rivalry and stuff, and the Ravens are good. But I was like, uh, Steelers are seven and zero. Yes, go Steelers. Here we go. Hashtag whatever. Well, I mean, their schedule's been pretty easy and yeah. blah, blah, blah. Uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, I, they only beat a couple teams that were undefeated, but that's cool, you know. Whatever. No, oh, they're playing great. Easy. Claypool, uh, Connors, uh, I mean, uh, Big Ben. I mean, they're all, they have that. Splane coming on strong. Yeah, yeah they, they got a good, strong team. And, uh, you know, look, Ben is getting older, and he's not the guy he used to be, but they have enough tools to to work with that. So he's doing well, mm-hmm. uh, but they have enough tools to, to excel in other areas. I thought they played 
really good yesterday. They uh, they started the other team started to come back, and I was like, uh oh, but no, it was it was fine. Steelers uh, are playing great. I would love for the Steelers to go to the Super Bowl win. Ben retires. That'd be that, great. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure he would love that too. Oh my God, have you seen the smoke show that Mason Rudolph is dating now? <laughs> no, Mason Rudolph is dating this female tennis player that is uh, 12 out of 10. They showed, and I was like, "Really?" Because he's kind of dorky. He looks like a mon- he looks like a mongoloid Freddie Mercury. No, oh, really. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, I uh, I was watching Jay Z's Fade to Black mm-hmm. uh, on TV last night. I don't know. It was on before I went to bed, and I decided there's something in my life that I'm missing, and that's a black girlfriend. Mm. <laughs> I, I mean, I'm married now. Get so Pete a ba- black girlfriend. Yeah, there you go. No, no. I mean, I'm I'm strongly attracted to black women, and I never had the opportunity to have a black girlfriend. I'm sorry. You know who I think is absolutely beautiful is uh, the woman from This Is Us, uh, Sterling K. Brown's wife on there. I forget what her name yeah. is. Yeah, uh, she's gorgeous. I don't even mean like. I don't even mean like a super hot, like a Beyonce type. Like I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about like a real black chick. Mm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, oh, but is Beyonce know. fake? No, but Beyonce's like Beyonce's super light, multi millionaire. Yeah, and yeah. she's like got all the best thing. I'm talking about. I'm talking about a real like a girl from the Bronx. Mm. You know what I mean? It's gonna yell I, at you and throw a sandal at your face. No, I don't need that. <laughs> I don't need that kind of violence. Sorry. I, I just like. I just never. And you see, you, you can make jokes because you gotta. Creamy colored girlfriend. What? He's got a he's got a mocha colored girlfriend. It was just one of the things I missed out on. You know what I'm saying? By yeah. being married, I never had the opportunity to date a hot black chick. Yeah, we'll see. How, I, see how I don't know. Go. I don't know that I'm the hot black chick's type, though. You know what I mean? I don't know the hot black chick sitting around going, "I never dated a fat old white guy." What if Biden said, uh, "Vote for me, you get a hot black girlfriend"? Well, that, if he can guarantee that, <laughs> if he can guarantee that, I'm in. Uh, Buccaneers head coach Bruce Arians may say that Tom Brady has nothing to do with the addition of Antonio Brown, <laughs> yeah. but the star quarterback is definitely assuming responsibility for the troubled wide receiver when he plays here in Tampa. Uh, Brady has vouched for Brown both on and off the field, going so far as to say that he's going to have him live with him for part of the season. That's yep. according to CBS Sports. He's Interesting. Uh, staying with him until he finds his own place. Yeah. Wow. Which Do we even know where Tom Brady lives anymore? Uh, I, not, not in, not in Clearwater right? and not in Clearwater. Right. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what, what, do, what do I do if I'm driving through the neighborhood and I just see Tom jogging by? <laughs> just go, hey, dummy. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, honestly, that's what I would do is that uh, if I if I saw Brady in here and he was jogging, I would just wave to him and be like, hey, Tom. You know, I'd would, be so I excited. Would. I would stop my car and I would sneak up behind him and I'd go, "Let's effing go!" <laughs> and just sprint past him. Pick up the pace, old man. <laughs> uh, two men in India. See if uh, Karishma knows these guys. All right, Spanish, uh, were arrested after they scammed a guy into paying over forty thousand oh. dollars for what they claimed was. Aladdin's lamp. Oh, my God. Yeah. Uh, reports claim they may have even pretended to conjure up a genie to get this guy to buy Well, how did they get, how did he, what, what made him think uh, that that was better than any other lamp? Because it was Aladdin's <laughs> lamp. Not just some know. run-of-the-mill lamp. Yeah, but Ow. I mean, like, did they, did they have smoke coming out of it? Yeah. I must have, That's, yeah. They like... pretended to conjure up a genie. 
Oh, it's a good record. Who knows? <laughs> yeah. Who knows oh what you're thinking? God. How uh, do these dumb people have so much money? It's that's amazing. What I don't it's amazing to me. Yeah. Like, yeah. how did you do that? How did you that, pull that? That's up? like the people that are on bar rescue. I go, how did you oh. ever open a bar if you're this yeah. dumb? <laughs> yeah. What is it possible? <laughs> you know, but it's always idea in the beginning. But it's it? always like, oh, my father left us, you know, four hundred thousand yeah. dollars, so we put it all into the bar, oh. and now we're failing, and <laughs> yeah. we won't listen to you. Miserable. Uh, Pennsylvania mother is upset after finding out about a homework assignment in which an educator instructed students to upload a photo of their underwear what? to an online discussion board. Yeah, listen to this. It gets even worse. Brianna Grant said her seven-year-old daughter was doing homework when she saw that the child's assignment prompted students to, quote, post a picture of your creepy underwear. Or just tell us about it. She said she believes the assignment was disturbing and inappropriate, and she wants the teacher to be fired. When she contacted Pittsburgh Liberty Elementary School to voice her concerns, the principal apologized and said the librarian posted the assignment after reading a Halloween-inspired children's book to second graders. The book is titled creepy pair of underwear which follows a story about a young rabbit who tries to convince his mother that he's old enough to graduate to more mature underwear specifically a glow-in-the-dark pair of underwear yeah it's a whole thing frankenstein inspired and stuff uh but the mom now says she plans to keep a close eye on her daughter's assignments moving i don't i don't understand how they get away with that yeah Show us your creepy did, underwear. Do they know, Galvin? Did it say if it's a male teacher or a female teacher? Or does it doesn't say. No, it just says librarian. Oh, it man. says librarian, so I'm assuming female, but, oh. um, you know, gender roles. Oof, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, do we want to keep going or take a break and come back? Or how yeah, do we want to keep going? Keep going. All right, here we go. A woman who is going door to door in North Carolina for a Republican get out and vote organization stole a woman's cat. Much like oh. Spanish and Joe did. <laughs> yep. Yep. Allegedly, allegedly. Karen Bloom, a travel agent working from home, said she heard her doorbell ring and saw a young woman who left Republican campaign flyer at her door. She said, quote, I was upstairs in my office on the phone. I looked out. I saw Sugar Baby, her cat, follow her, and I chuckled to myself, oh, Sugar Baby made a new friend. Then she saw the lady pick up the cat put her in the car, and drive off. What? Uh, Bloom said she called the Wake County Republican Party, which put two volunteers on the case. Uh, Stampede America's regional manager then tracked down the woman who relinquished the cat that she had stolen. The manager took Sugar Baby, the cat, back to Bloom that night and said that the woman had been fired. Oh. Wow. Don't forget to vote. Wow. Yeah. Nice cat. <laughs> and take this. Uh, a woman in British Columbia, Canada, tried to do a little dining and dash from a restaurant by crawling through the ceiling vents, but she crashed through and landed on the kitchen floor, and police were right there ready to go and arrested her on the spot. We have video up on Bone TV. Take a look at this. They're hanging out, and uh, I think she went through the vents, so she's probably <laughs> right up in this area. Oh, here she comes. Oh, oh, right there. That's great. Falls to the floor with five cops standing around her. <laughs> that's like alien. It's, it should be right here in front of her. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. Um, can I bring up something real quick? No. I love you, too. No, no. <laughs> okay, God. Has anyone seen the picture of the Stanley Cup now with the lightning names etched into it? Yeah, that can't be right, right? It, it looks like some guy with Parkinson's did it with a nail. <laughs> yeah. It's ridiculous. I don't be. understand how that's it, though, Galvin. That's it. Is it really it? Yes. If you look at, if you look at the cup, okay, you will see... 
above it, you will see um, whatever team that is. I don't know. Let me see who's on it. Uh, Mark Recchi, Eric Stahl, all, all those, uh, Justin Williams. Then if you look next to it, there is uh, last year's team. You can see Patrick Maroon's name. You can see Vince Dunn. Um, then you look at this year, Tampa Bay Lightning, and it looks like somebody took – it's like they were like, all right, this year we're going to let Bobby do it. He's special needs. He's got early onset Parkinson's, and he's he's going to do it by hand. And he etched it in. I, I, I mean, it looks ridiculous, and nobody's saying anything about it. Like if it, it looks ridiculous on its own. Now compare it to the to the other names above it and next to it, and it it, it looks like for the first time we decided to let a guy do it by hand. It's <laughs> the old guy who made the cup is dying, and we let him scratch it in. Nobody's doing it. It else was like that? remember the uh, statue to Ronaldo. Yeah. Oh my god, that was so funny. <laughs> it was the terrible. Yeah, they were like, uh, "We have to redo this, guys." Yeah, oh. look at look at that. Wow. Look at that, and then if you see a bigger picture. Uh, you can see the uh, last year's and then the one above it, and you can see how they look fine. And then this year looks like. And did they try something new? I don't know. You would think that. Yeah, you <laughs> would think that they have a some sort of thing that stamps it in there or whatever, or or just engraves it. Yeah, like they, you know, old school engraving. I don't know. I don't know what's going on with that. Uh, only seven percent of people say they like this current system of changing the clocks once in the spring and then again in the fall, according to I a do. new survey. Uh, well, you're uh, only seven percent. Yeah, part of the seven percent. Well, why don't you? Why I like it when it gets dark earlier in the winter time. Uh, and if we pick to, if we had to pick either daylight saving time or standard time, people would rather keep standard time. Uh, I, like I think it's time. more productive to have to, to have longer, lighter days. But I like we get a little bit of a break, and, and you know, it's come around seven o'clock. It starts to get dark and cold, and you want to go inside. I mean, I mean that makes a lot of sense for most uh, of the places. By the way, can I point this out to people? It is daylight saving time. Just so you know, so many people say daylight savings. Time. I like to say savings. Well, you're wrong. I, I save a lot. Yeah, I, saw, I, I just said it. I saw somebody. I know. I know you did Spanish. <laughs> so stop, stop looking at Karishma with her creamy skin. I can't help it. And, and pay attention to the show. Daylight you, saving. Saving You're saving. Yeah, it's attorneys. Saving. Attorneys general. Attorneys general. Yeah. Mm. Uh, JD Power and Associates. Yeah, not, not Powers. Powers. Yeah. powers. Uh, we know the end of the world is coming because McDonald's is bringing back the McRib on yeah. December second. It is the first time they've offered it nationwide since 2012. Yes. So something's going down. Uh, I tried it. Remember, I tried it for the first time last time. Mm. It was the equivalent of eating a baby's foot. Yeah. <laughs> Delicious. Yeah. Uh, some sad news. Legendary actor Sean Connery died in his sleep on Halloween morning. He was 90 years old. His uh, wife and son said that he had been suffering from dementia in his later years. All right. All right. Just because you insist that you're James Bond does not make you demented. <laughs> uh, even though, of course, he acted in tons of movies, he'll always be best known for being James Bond in seven movies. See, not to me. No? No, like, obviously, you say James Bond, you think of him. Junior. But I've, yeah, I've seen him in so many movies that, you know, you'd think Roger Moore has only done James Bond. Mm. You'd think yeah. uh, uh, Timothy Dalton, we didn't know him from anything else but James Bond. Uh, but... Sean Connery he was just—he was an actor who also happened to play James Bond. Yeah, you know, so well, he had I'm the saying, career. I'm saying best known for. Yeah, 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 for sure, best known. I'm just saying, like uh, when you think of the other, some of the other Bonds, they're just James Bond. Right. But Sean Connery 
you had Indiana Jones, you had Hunt for Red October, you had uh, you know the uh, uh, League of Extraordinary Gentlemen. I mean, he was Highlander. in a lot of good movies. Who? Highlander was he in Highlander? I don't don't say it if you don't know. Oh, I believe throw he was. it out there. I believe oh, right. he was. Oh, Highlander. Uh, best movie he was in, The Rock. The Rock. Oh yeah, so good. Yeah, Nicholas Cage. <laughs> uh, actor Eddie. Hassel, not Eddie Haskell. Eddie Haskell, no. don't, get Gallag- don't get Gallagher all worked not up. Eddie Haskell. <laughs> Eddie Hassel, who I guess was best known for his roles in the 2010 Oscar-nominated The Kids Are All Right and the NBC show uh, Surface. He has died after being shot in Texas. That's according to his manager. He was only 30 years old. There's a picture of him on Bone TV. According to his representative, Hassel was uh, shot Sunday morning in what appears to be a carjacking. So they're still, uh, it's still unclear where in Texas this happened and stuff, and they're investigating and stuff. But only 30 years old got killed in a carjacking. That stinks. Bad news. Uh, does anybody watch the show on A&E, the docuseries 60 Days In? Where they put people in jail so they can report back and let them know what's going on. Yeah, I know what it is, but I haven't watched it. So I watch it, and there's this guy, Nate Burrell, uh, which Joe has a picture of. He's one of the stars of 60 Days In, uh, has taken its own life. Yeah. According to his sister, she says that her brother shot and killed himself in a public area downtown in Michigan. Oh, man. Yeah. uh, Nate posted a long suicide note on Facebook saying, quote, This isn't an admission of guilt. I'm just tired. I've tried. I've been through so much in my life. The pain uh, of my situation now hurts more than I ever imagined. I can't keep going on. What's his situation? Uh, Nate had just turned 33 years old. I guess his wife is expecting a child and they got divorced or were separated or whatever. I don't know what else was involved and stuff. But, yeah, only 33 killed himself in public. Jeez. Yeah. Man, I didn't get that on video. Just happened to be doing a selfie and this guy right in the back. Right. God. Uh, I have another death. You know about this? Is there another one? Do you have more? Well, is it the American Idol one? Yes. Yeah, I don't. I didn't really know who that was. You do though. This was during our time. Hmm. Uh, Nikki McGibbon, uh, who finished third on the first season of American Idol, has died, and she was a stripper. That's why I remember. Yeah, I don't. She was a stripper, and you. I. I we talk, We've talked about her before. I'm sure. Yeah, she was kind of hot, and she was only 42 years old, and. These people are like, uh, like I don't know. Remember she went through like a fat phase for a little while? Yeah, I'm looking at pictures. She definitely did. Yeah, but then she got hot again. She had short hair, long hair. I don't know. I just remember because she was a stripper and then she got really fat. Uh, so what happened to her? She had something to do with her heart? She was in the car with the other guy when he got carjacked. Oh. No. It was uh, brain aneurysm. Ooh. Oh, Jesus. Oh, man. Pop. That's yeah, my nightmare. That's it. It's over. <laughs> So a couple days after uh, Kim Kardashian came under fire for sharing photos on social media from her 40th birthday bash on a private island during a global pandemic. Screw you, people. If you got the money, go. Get your island. You're inviting who you want there. Ridiculous. Well, she got a bizarre gift uh, from her husband, Kanye West. Birthday party. You think this bizarre? (laughs) No. (laughs) Dude, I I thought this was amazing. It's bizarre. It's amazing. It's creepy. Yeah. It, I didn't say it wasn't creepy, but it's just, it's, um, this, wait, the technology here is unbelievable. Go ahead. It is it. a hologram of her father. And uh, we have a little bit of him talking to Kim, the hologram. This is pretty weird. Check out Bone TV. Here we go. You're 40 and all grown up. You look beautiful, just like when you were a little girl. 
I watch over you and your sisters and brother and the kids every day. Sometimes I drop hints that I'm around, like when you hear someone make a big pee or when you make a big pee Is he talking about farting? I think so, right? What's a pee So gross. Well, you know, whenever you fart. Remember when I would drive you to school in my tiny Mercedes every day and we would listen to this song together? And then it plays far too much of that song. It's like 20 seconds yeah. of that song. And, and then he goes pee-fees in the car. Yeah, then he goes back to talking. I am so proud of the woman that you've become, Kimberly, and all that you've accomplished. You know, your all sex right, tape. I got some questions. Right. So, 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 so we've been seeing for years that the hologram technology is there. The first one we saw was Tupac at at, um, at that concert, and it was amazing. And then uh, I, they literally have a whole touring show with Roy Orbison where they have a live band, and then they bring up a hologram of Roy Orbison, and they it's amazing. tried to do Ronnie James Dio and yeah, didn't really nobody work. cared. <laughs> So, um, but but the, the hologram technology is there. My question is, is where do they get the voice? Do they match the voice from, like, does it's, the computer listen to his regular voice and then match it? I believe so, yeah. It's like an that's AI thing where they can Don't you think that's it? amazing? Oh, yeah. Because, because he's saying things to her that he could never have the opportunity to say, I'm proud of what you are. I'm proud of your kids. He never knew her kids. He never knew her husband. And she's getting to hear her father say these things that she never thought she'd hear before in his own voice while looking at I thought this was the most amazing gift ever. Yeah, it's a little creepy. But but if you if you miss a relative and you have the opportunity to have this relative speak to you one more time, even though it's not real, but it seems so real, I think that's a wonderful gift to give. Mm. I, look, if you have their kind of money, you could probably have this guy living at your house. The hologram yeah. says hello to you every time you come home. Hi, how was your day? Good. Okay, oh. boom. Oh, I mean, uh, the, I, to me, that was the most amazing thing. I you don't and, want you one. You and Kanye give no. the same gifts. <laughs> yeah, me and Kanye, we have the same taste, clearly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I, I Listen, in Spanish, if you would have got me that for, uh, I don't know anybody that's that's so dead that I want to see in a hologram form. I don't need a hologram Ralphie May going, hey, what up, Leia? <laughs> how was work today? I don't need that. Um, but I just, I, I don't know why I thought, I saw that and I just thought it was amazing. And you, you know how much money that must have cost? Uh, 400 grand. Yeah. Is that all it was? They were saying somewhere between three and 400 grand. Cause oh, there's a company be that does it now. Yeah. He spent more on that on trying to become president. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I think that that was unbelievable. And, uh, I can't believe Trump didn't have Reagan speak at, uh, on his behalf at mm-hmm. the Republican convention. <laughs> well, they could do it in the, uh, call of duty. Have you seen the new Call of Duty that they have where Reagan no. is in there? Oh, it's, no. it's, it's unbelievable, the graphics. I, the that Cold have. War one? Yeah, it's coming yeah, out I didn't in November. see the Reagan part, but I did see the graphics because for a second I didn't realize it was a game that I was watching. Yeah, because I think the other one they had Kennedy in there, so now this one has Reagan and he's talking, and it's, it's weird. Anybody um, buying the PS5? Yes, oh, I can't course. wait. Like, I wish we'd get somebody that's got a line on getting them out early. So we Just can. go to Burger King. Burger yeah, King I saw that giving them away. Giving away. Yeah. Yeah. What? Yeah, they're random. doing like a two for five deal, and then yeah. the random people win uh, PlayStation Five. Mm. Lucky. Uh, Lori Laughlin reported to prison to serve her two month sentence, and it sounds like she's not going to get not going to get out early, which means she'll likely spend Christmas in jail <laughs> and get out just before uh, New Year's. Yeah, and Becky's in jail for Should've Christmas. Took the plea deal. Yeah. Now we all think you're guilty anyway, and you actually have to do the time. 
Two, three, four. Bruce Springsteen <laughs> has made some music news, becoming the first artist to have a top five album in each of the past six decades. Oh, His wow. new LP, Letter to You, debuted at number two this week. So he has a bunch of stuff. Here's a little montage of Bruce. This is the new stuff. I, I actually like this song. Yeah. But it's kind of boring, like the whole album. I thought that there was a montage of the new music. That's why I didn't know him. There was some of the new. So it was uh, Letter to You, Wrecking Ball, which was from 2000 or 2010, uh, The Rising, uh, Human Touch, Born in the USA, and then Born to Run. Um, the letters, letters to You is okay. It's just a little boring. Like sometimes his slow stuff is so emotional that you're like, I get it. I see why people are in love with this guy. And then sometimes it's just an old man singing. So they uh, have on Apple uh, TV or Apple Plus, whatever it is, the recording of it, and they show, you know. It's pretty uh, cool. Did you watch it? I did, and it was just kind of boring. Boring, yeah. yeah. But it's if you enjoy the process of how they record an album and stuff, it's pretty cool, but it is pretty boring. Yeah. It's it's uh, like you you watch, I watched that Jay-Z Fade to Black. I mean, I, I've seen that before, but I watched it last night, and uh, that brings you into that recording process and that blows your mind jay-z doesn't ever write anything down he keeps it all in his head mm. and he goes in there and he just all these all these they play a beat and who's making with the timbaland or pharrell or who's making the beat for him and he could listen to a beat and tell what's good and what's not good that's amazing to me that's super that's something you're born with that's super talent uh and then springsteen going in there and and just ripping his heart out and singing these songs is uh, is incredible, and that to be with those same musicians for so many years. What I want to know is, like, he he morphed into like this. He looks still looks cool. You know what I mean? Like you see him at Publix, and you're like, that's just a cool old dude. But the rest of the guys in the band, like most of the guys, or just look like somebody's uncle. Who? Like, there's nothing cool Springsteen? about him. Springsteen's cool. Like, you see Springsteen in a leather jacket. Yeah, you can tell he's a rich Publix, guy. And you're like, that guy's cool. Then you look at, like, the keyboard player, mm-hmm. and you're like, oh, that's Shirley from, her. yeah, she works with my mom, that's her husband. Right. And they, there's nothing cool about them. I mean, little Steven has been wearing that headband since the 60s, so that's, there's like, you're like, there's a weird gypsy man on on I'm three. still not sure if he actually <laughs> plays guitar. No, he just, he holds in trucks. Yeah, it's so funny when you watch him. I'm like, what is he doing? I don't hear his guitar. Can I tell you the one thing that I found out from watching that documentary, that Letters to You documentary, is Nils Lofgren did not age well. Nils Lofgren looked like they put a tube in his ear and sucked all the water out. He he looked like a dry sponge. (laughs) It was bad. Uh, So do you remember, uh, I think it was last week or maybe the week before, I was talking about uh, John 5 had done an album with David Lee Roth that they shelved and stuff. Guess what? No. 
They released one of the songs. Oh, really? David Lee, yeah, David Lee Roth uh, dedicated a previously unreleased song called Somewhere Over the Rainbow Bar and Grill to Eddie Van Halen. Oh, what a way to release your music. And use, Dave, use Eddie's death as a reason to release new music. It is hot garbage. Take oh, a listen really? to this. Yeah. So hopefully wow. that's the one, Dave, I want to do a skitty yeah. scat scat song, you know, and the rest is rocking. Because John Five said he loved it. He said it was one of the best things he's ever done. But hopefully we'll hear more tracks from that that aren't that one. Awful. Because, wow. Woo. Yeah. Dave, stop. <laughs> uh, there is some new music here for you, which I think you'll probably be able to guess pretty quick. This is the second little teaser from their album that is coming out. Take a listen to this. Uh, yell it out when you know it. ACDC. Yep. <laughs> Ooh, how do you not love that, right? <laughs> Doesn't sound like ACDC. high that's uh-huh. so good yeah so that's uh, new music from acdc uh demon fire is the song it will appear on acdc's upcoming 17th studio album called power up which will be out on november 13th is that whole oh okay november 13th i didn't yeah. know when it was out oh good i like it <laughs> Uh, Finally in news, according to a new survey, four out of five Americans say this has made this year has made them want to stand up for what they believe in more than ever before. Uh, Some of the ways that they're doing it are, uh, let's see, number 10, uh, participating in protest rallies or marches. Uh, Just don't break stuff. Uh, Volunteering for causes we believe in. Donating to causes we believe in, signing petitions. Ooh, you are helping out. Mm. Uh, helping other people vote. I don't think you're supposed to do that. <laughs> Educating other people on how to vote. Mm. Educating ourselves on current issues. Having more uh, conversations with people close to us about important issues. Sharing opinions more openly. And voting in tomorrow's election. Yeah. People yeah. are really standing up. There you go. Really doing it. <laughs> uh, that is it for news, and now we will play four hours of commercials. No, no, no. <laughs> no I mean, just In kidding. fact, when we come back from commercials, <laughs> let's play a game and give some, some stuff away. Oh. Give people a reason to hang out. All right. Uh, Carmen, I know you have a bunch of hot garbage to give away. Yes. So uh, I will also throw in a pair of tickets for Wednesday night's show. Oh, I will man. be out at uh, Sidesplitters. 
doing a live podcast with Robert Kelly. We'll be live on stage. There'll be some comedians doing comedy. And then Bobby and I will do an hour-long show with special guests and surprises happening uh, at Sidesplitters. You can get tickets at SidesplittersComedy.com, and we'll give away a pair of tickets when we come back. I also want to tell you about my friends. You hear me talk about them all the time. Shark Coast Tactical. If you are, I'm telling you right now, wherever you are, you should drive there. But if you're in the Sarasota, Bradenton, Palmetto, Fort Myers, South St. Petersburg, go over the bridge and go to Shark Coast Tactical. I was there on Saturday without Spanish, right, Spanish? Because you didn't right. call me. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but I did go by there and I talked to Will and uh, I said, listen, tell me what's really going to go on with the election. And he said, I don't know. He goes, but either way, it, you should stock up now because if Biden wins, good luck finding anything, and who knows if he's going to take any, try to take anything away, or raise the price of ammunition, or how else that's going to go. It's already you could see now when you try to buy ammo in some places, you can't get it. I mean, I know you've gone to go buy ammo and you can't find it anywhere. They got it. Shark Coast gets it. In fact, what you want to do is you want to search them out on Facebook, Shark Coast Tactical, and you want to follow their Facebook page and the Facebook groups that they do because they'll tell you right there. Uh, will will take a picture and be like, just got a pallet of 9mm ammo in. And then somebody the other day said to him, which I thought this was so cool as a business owner, they were like, uh, the price on this ammo is pretty high, and I think that's messed up, whatever. And Will goes, let me let me tell you how it works. Okay, he goes, I'm buying this ammo, and I'm buying it at this cost, and I'm selling it to you for the same thing, and I'm not making any money on it. And you may want to know why I do it. You're like, well, if you're not making money, why do you do it? Because I want to be the store that always has your ammo. I want to be the store that you know when everybody else is out, I'll have it, even if that means that I'm not making any money off it. You know that you can always come to Shark Coast Tactical and find that ammo. They also have uh, ARs. AKs. I bought an AK-47 from them, Glocks, and they're getting a big shipment this week of the SIG 365s. So if you've gone to your gun place before and they tell you we're out of this ammo, we're out of this gun, you're not going to get it, you're looking at six, eight months, do yourself a favor and go to Shark Coast Tactical, and they will take care of you. Find them on Facebook. They're very involved with the uh, gun community, so you can get all the uh, all the information you need usually right there from their Facebook page, and then take the trip over there and go in the store. Some of the most uh, knowledgeable people, if you're a beginner or if you're somebody who is you know, uh, going there to buy your 5th, 6th, 25th gun, uh, then they can help you out. Shark Coast Tactical, they're on Bee Ridge Road in Sarasota, 2819 Bee Ridge Road, 941-237-0117, and they are Bone Family. So go in there and tell them you heard about it on this show, and they will definitely take care of you. Shark Coast Tactical, Bee Ridge Road. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger. Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.